Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. During this week's Torah portion, Parshat Ve'era, we are introduced to an aspect of the story of the Exodus, which can be very troubling. And that is the fact that each time Moses comes to Pharaoh and demands that Pharaoh let the people go, and each time a plague is visited upon the Egyptians, we read that God hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let them go. In fact, in chapter 7, verse 3, before Moses ever interacts with Pharaoh, God says, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. It's so troublesome. It's so problematic. What happened to free will? What happened to Pharaoh's ability to repent or to just listen to God's word and out of fear, let the people go? Why does God remove from Pharaoh the opportunity to be compassionate? Well, let me share with you three ideas. First, a one approach that medieval commentaries used. Secondly, the way I prefer to look at this. And thirdly, one other commentary which I think can be extraordinarily important for us today. First, one way medieval commentaries looked at it. Some of the commentaries say that everything that happens in the world is a result of God's creation. God was the first cause, so to speak, and everything that comes after that is an effect of creation. So they say it wasn't that God removed from Pharaoh free will. It's just that every action that we take, in essence, can be traced back to God's creation of the world. So whatever we do with our lives, because we have the ability to harden our hearts, then it's because God created us with the ability to, be, to have a lack of compassion. And so it's as if God hardened Pharaoh's heart. I find that particular approach to be uh, very un unsatisfying. I think it begs the question. Here's my answer. Before I give it to you, let me tell you that if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I do not believe that God micromanages our lives. I don't believe that God directs us to act in particular ways. I believe in free will. But this story in the Torah was written from the perspective that God does, in fact, micromanage. That God does, in fact, cause people to act in particular ways. In the story in the book of Genesis, God tells Abraham, your descendants will be slaves for 400 years, and then I will bring them out. And according to our tradition, and it says this in Exodus chapter 7, verse 3, in our Torah portion, I'll bring you out with great signs and wonders. The entire purpose of having Pharaoh refuse to allow the people to go was so that God could multiply the expressions of, of divine strength and power 
so that everyone, both the Egyptians and the Hebrews, would see how strong God is, how powerful God is. And that couldn't happen if Pharaoh agreed the first time Moses came up to him or the second time or even the third time. So God's hardening of Pharaoh's hardening, again, it says it right in Exodus chapter 7, verse 3, is so that there can be plagues, so that there can be powerful expressions of God's power in the world. It may seem unfair, and it is from our perspective, and we may be unsatisfied with this kind of reading of the story of the Exodus, but if we look at the story in the Torah, it's perfectly clear that God has a script. God has scripted a, a, a play in which Pharaoh has a part, and God has assigned Pharaoh that part of refusing to let the people go, specifically so that there could be great signs of divine power. Am I satisfied with that? No, because I don't like to view the world this way, but we're looking at the expression not of what's of how we view our relationship with God, but how the Torah viewed people's relationship with God. And it's clear, God has a goal. And the goal is to get the people out of Egypt, but in doing so, to show these great signs and wonders. It troubles us, perhaps, or it should trouble us, that from this perspective, many people suffered over 400 years Many people suffered even the amount of time it took for the 10 plagues to take place, both Egyptians and Hebrews, who were suffering still under slavery. And certainly, we could ask the question, couldn't, have God, couldn't God have brought the people out of Egypt without the 10th plague of the killing of the firstborn? Those questions ought to trouble us from a philosophical perspective. But when we look at the Torah story, it's clear that God hardens Pharaoh's heart in order to produce these majestic signs of divine power. And all we need to do is say, we don't act this way in our lives. We don't believe this way in our lives. We believe that we have the power to act as we see fit, not as God is directing us to do. So I'm not troubled by it in terms of when I look at it in the context of the Torah, it's very clear why God hardened Pharaoh's heart. But there's another commentary that I want to share with you, and Maimonides goes into this to a great extent, and many commentaries do, which point out the fact that leaving chapter 7, verse 3 out of it for a moment, which introduces the whole story, when we read the story of the ten plagues, we find that for the first plagues, the language of the Torah is Pharaoh's heart was hardened. It's only in the later plagues that we read God hardened Pharaoh's heart. So the first part of the plagues say Pharaoh's heart was hardened. The second say God hardened Pharaoh's heart. What do we learn from this? Well, many of the commentaries, and Maimonides again goes into this in depth, would say that when we begin to act in a particular way, we do so out of our own free will. But at a certain point, it becomes impossible for us to break away from habits that we have started. It becomes harder and harder. 
And that's what the Torah means when it says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. God saw how Pharaoh wanted to act, and God helped him act that way. Let me share with you a commentary on a verse in, on a section of Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers, chapter 4, Mishnah 2, in which we read, Mitzvah goreret mitzvah. One observance of a commandment leads to another. And this commentary by the Barton Nura says, that is the way of the world, that one who does one commandment finds it easier to do others, and one who starts to do sins will find it difficult to separate from them. When we act in a particular way, we gain momentum. And when we do, when we perform acts of kindness and compassion, one act will naturally lead to the other. And when we become hard-hearted, and when we, we refuse to be compassionate, that becomes our modus operandi, so to speak. That becomes the way that we act. And it becomes very difficult to break away from it. I think that's a very important thing for us to consider. It's one thing to say a situation is so difficult a situation is so perilous, survival is at stake to the point where we are not going to be compassionate towards others, that we are going to harden our hearts towards others and not be concerned about those whom we hurt. One could argue that in some circumstances, after all, survival is so important, is the, is the most important thing. Uh, our lives are not worth less than anybody else's. In fact, we have the responsibility to protect our lives. So in order to survive on occasion, I will say, individuals and nations have to be less than completely compassionate. But there's a danger in that. Because when we accept that, when we accept the fact that we must be hard-hearted in a given circumstance, that we're going to leave compassion aside completely. It becomes easier and easier to take that step on the next occasion. And it becomes more difficult and more difficult to break away. We find ourselves becoming not just hard-hearted in one circumstance, but in general, heartless with no compassion towards others. Pharaoh hardened Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and then God hardened Pharaoh's heart. It was after Pharaoh had set a particular pattern for himself that that pattern took over. God forbid we should find ourselves in situations where we get so used to acting without compassion that our hearts become completely hardened. Until next time, thank you.